0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and friends beyond the binary it's time for the podcaster who's i'm leaning in uh, really am leaning in uh, to let you know i'm here to help you fall asleep thanks patrons for supporting it and uh, sticking by me here as uh, we uh, try to figure out the uh, long term of this podcast i hope it'll be there in your ears for a long time to come good night uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep, we do it a bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play, I'm going to try to do the rest, uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, you know, intense stuff, uh, like, uh, whatever is keeping you awake, uh, physical, emotional, uh, th- th- mental. So they, you know, I don't know why that has such a, like, you know, stuff in your mind, overthinking stuff. That's what I'm good at. I'm good. That's one of the things I'm good at. How come they don't have, like, a competitive overthinking? Let's go back to that, because it's like, hey, they had that whole thing with... uh was that Joey Chestnut and uh, 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 to, to, to Kobayashi? Uh. Well, let's go back to that. We'll come back to that. So, if you're new, welcome. I'm glad you're here. This creates a safe place. Uh, and I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night uh, to try to make you feel welcome, to, to try to earn your trust, to try to make you, in an attempt to, that you can be at ease here, you can say, whoo, 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 whoo. Or you could just say, whew, I don't know, I don't know how, like what the most uh, soothing, uh, like a comfort sigh is, but you can make that, your shoulders could go down a little bit, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna use a lot of meanders, uh, pointless, uh, to, you know, mix-ups where I say, hmm, I gotta get back to that competitive thinking thing, no, scoots, not, oh, overthinking, that's different, you're right, uh, uh, competitive thinking—I think they call it, that's see called it the it's the Ivy League, right? Uh, but boom, it's not really a joke though. It's like a true in a positive way. I'm already over there. There you go. That's my competitive overthinking about uh, thinking. Competitive thinking overthunk. Uh, anyway, if you're new here, I'm gonna do go into go on tangents. I have creaky dulcet tones, but here's what to expect. Uh, the show structurally starts with six minutes of business. Uh, because it's a sleep podcast, we do that up front, and, you know, I'm trying to keep all our archives free. And the way we do that is through the support of the patrons and the sponsors. Uh, so we do that up front. Thanks for your patience, and thanks for participating. And then there's an the intro. The intros are somewhere around 12 minutes. Sometimes they're 9, sometimes they're 14, sometimes they're 13, sometimes they're 16, sometimes they're 10. Also, that you know, those are just estimates. Uh, a lot of them. And the intro is kind of, uh, it is a podcast within a podcast, uh, but it's also a structural part of the podcast. Uh, like a, uh, I don't think it's a very clear, clear way of, uh, you know, this is an overthinker's way of explaining it. But uh, some people use it so their pets know to get in bed. Some people use it while they're prepping for bed. Some people fall asleep during it. Some people skip it. The timestamp is in the show notes. Uh, But it's kind of a mood-setting thing for listeners. For me, it's a like a a Sisyphean attempt to explain what the podcast is Uh, so far. Though one day I'll really get it down if I can just think just enough about this uh, in my spare time. You say, "What do you? What's your hobby?" Well, I'm actually can can a hobby be competitive? Because I'm a competitive overthinker. But I gotta get back to the podcast intro before I go on that tangent. So that's the intro. Then tonight we'll have our holiday soap opera, uh, as the North Pole turns, I think it's called. I don't even know, uh, I like that one though. How much does the North Pole turn? It probably turns a lot less, uh, or does it turn more because it's, uh, on the top? You know, does it rotate, like, I guess it depends on how you define rotation, right? Or is it, uh, still take 365 days. I'm not a, you know, I guess I got to get a globe and, uh. Somebody explain that to me. I've been reading a lot of Pratchett. So, my, you know, I'm, I know that's a flat earth. The the, that's a flat disc theory. Anyway, so, oh, yeah. So, we're going to be, then we'll do about 45 minutes of uh, soap opera with only the, like, only the mellow, no drama in that. Uh, you're just the mellow, like a melorama. That's what we're calling it uh, a soap opera full of melorama. And uh, then we'll have some thank yous. So you, you here's the thing with the podcast. You don't really need to listen to it. You can kind of listen to it. You can passively listen to it. You can barely pay attention. You know, some people don't even, like, uh, understand what I'm saying. Or they turn the volume so low down so low uh, that it's just a mumble. Or, you know, they play this, like, there's different <laughs> animal shelters now that are playing the podcast, which is so touching to me because I love animals. And I, I would say for a normal podcast, they probably wouldn't know what they were talking about. For me, you know, the the animals kind of say, "Oh boy, poor guy, run of run of his litter." Uh, it's like these are the these are the emails I get from. Uh, they say, "Woof," just logged on to this computer. But usually, you have to like it doesn't. It's not that clear because there's a lot of mistyping when you're doing it with paws. These are the kind of emails I get. uh snuck onto the computer wanted to send you an email woof 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 uh but you know then oh they're coming back question were you the runt of your litter question quick you know puffy or whatever so what was they talking about okay so you don't really need to listen to me that's what i was saying believe that uh Like, I'll be here. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but it really is just a podcast to be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. So you're under no pressure to listen and no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour or close to it uh, to keep you company in the deep, dark night. To be your friend, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cause, your boar bra, your boar bud. To be your friend, really. I mean, in some digital sense, because I've been there, it sucks not being able to sleep uh, at a perplexing one last night, where I was doing some light worry dreaming, and then I couldn't like, and then I said, "What am I doing? Like, I'm not even sleeping here, grinding my gears." And uh, then I woke up a little frustrated, and I said, "Man, how am like this? Uh, it stinks." Uh, and I really believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, I want you to live a flourish, a flourish like a, like I want you to have flourishes. I want you to be so flourishing that you feel comfortable with flourishes. You know, maybe you start dressing as uh, the, the monopoly person because you say, Hey, I'm like, and you're swinging your cane. Maybe you're doing some uh, grace, Jean Kelly moves, uh, uh, in, you know, do, like, uh, singing in the rain. How, how about that? Uh, you say, I, "I sleep so good from that podcast. They sing in the rain now. Caught a cold. Uh, but it was worth it because I was, and they say, also, you can't catch a cold from singing in the rain. It's cause it's such a glorious feeling. And when you're happy, they say that's good for your immune system. But the reason I make the show is cause I've been there. I've uh, obviously, I, t- I joked about competitive overthinking, but I think I would be, I don't know who's the top on that, like eating circuit, but, uh, cause only one I ever, like I can barely, <laughs> I can barely watch the the one that's on. But I'm pretty sure, like, uh, th- like they go on streaks. Like, if for a while it was Kobayashi and then it, it's been Joey Chestnut on the 4th of July, which is like six months from now, seven months from now. But uh, yeah, like, if they had competitive, how come they do, don't have competitive overthinking? I think that's called, uh, I think because they said, well, let me prescribe this for you. <laughs> or they say, hey, well, if you eat this, you'll feel better. I say, okay, great. So that'll fix that. Uh, it, I can't believe I'm laughing just just at the, like, uh, futility of it, it in some real human way. Uh, it, they say, well, yeah, that's not a competition we're interested in watching. They say, well, I'd rather watch people, like, uh, you, you overuse resources than uh, watch, because, like, uh, then you expend glucose and whatever the heck else is going on in your brain. Yours has got goop in it. And also, it's the thing about show, not tell. Like, uh, if you're competitive overthinking, you just, it's, yeah, you could monitor my facial body language, uh, and, uh, okay, I guess, yeah, you guess you're right. It's not as interesting. One day, though, we'll live in a world where we're so distracted uh, that, the distra- that the most distracted among us will be the greatest. I think that was, wasn't that a novel, uh? the greatest entertainers in the world. Uh, hopefully I'll be around for that. I guess it wouldn't be, they'd be like the most, uh, what do you call it, the empty victory <laughs> though? You see, I mean, maybe you like, if you give it your all though, if you really overthink you're, you're wiped out. So then you don't have to think for two or three, you could do three days. Uh, like this is coming for a person. I'm not kidding. I was like talking to my professional last night. Uh, this is even like, like I said, uh, Maybe that's a boundary I could just define with myself of just, okay, no more thinking, period, until I forget not to think. Uh, they said, let me draw this boundary. Let I me mean, it's with my internal critic or stuff. We don't have to get too deep. But uh, he said, why am I making myself miserable with this overthinking? And they said, okay, well, what if you just stop thinking? Uh, and they said, like I said that, and they said, okay, what well, do you think of that? And I said, well... Uh, I'll probably forget. Uh, I could say it and then four minutes later, I'll be br- 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 my brain. And in some sense, that's kind of what the podcast does, but it's external. Like maybe I need a robot sidekick that's like a parrot on my shoulder that just says, a, maybe just a parrot that says, squawk, stop thinking. that If you see me with a parrot on my shoulder, I'm not a pirate. That's going to be it. That's my solution there. But this podcast, it kind of offers you something else to listen to other than your thoughts, other than the physical sensations or feelings that you're dealing with. uh, Other than the pressure of stopping thinking or falling asleep, uh, you could just kind of listen to me. And that other stuff might be going in the background, too. uh, But we'll, we'll kind of follow the tale. We'll check in in the North Pole in the 1950s. We'll see what's going on. It'll take, there'll be a lot of talking, probably some exquisite like two characters talking about their feelings and, uh, indirectly talking about something that kind of say, say, what are they? I don't, I don't understand, uh, and going on tangents and stuff. So I, I found that, that for some people say, okay, yeah, this isn't too bad to listen to. This is kind of nice. It just scoots is kind of goofy, uh, I'm here to try to help. Uh, now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody, but I really honestly hope it does help you because uh, if you're there tossing and turning uh, uh, or dreading bedtime, I'd like to make that a less onerous thing. And I say this almost every intro because, I mean, I really appreciate you checking this show out. Is this your first time? Give it a few tries. Most reviewers are skeptical. Most listeners could say, First of all, what the heck? Did, is this guy? He's a competitive think overthinker. Yeah, I'm not a competitive. Th- I'm not an intellectual. I'm a person that, that focuses the intellect so inward uh, to calculate unfathomable internal. Like, yeah, I'm an overthinker. I'm a competitive. I'm I'm a competitive overthinker. So I'm I'm so overthought. I don't even know what number I am because I've okay, yeah, I've got to think about it more. Uh, but yeah, I'm on the overthinker, I'm the overthinker circuit, which is just running in circles, uh, uh, circular logic. Uh, sorry, i laughing so much. And it's like, uh, you know, sometimes you have to laugh cause it's true. Uh, we're all humans. We're all doing the best we can. And it'd be great if this podcast could help you out. Uh, uh cause I, you know, I, I can't be there to, to tuck in or, or to, uh, Really make you smile, just barely smile in this case, uh, and put you at ease, because uh, I really work hard. I really yearn. I think you know why now, uh, to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. All right. Hey, everyone. Jack Frost here. The uh, scooter gave it right over to me. figured it'd be a smooth transition. And this is the second episode of, uh, As the North Pole Turns. A, uh, he's called, it's an actual account of, uh, life at the North Pole in the 1950s. Uh, he's calling it a, me- like a Melorama, uh, or a soap opera, uh, but it covers, uh, some people's lives at the North Pole, uh, particularly Rolfine, uh, Fiona, Ginny uh, Jangle, or Ginny Jingle, I uh, my notes, uh. Uh, The scooter wrote my notes, even though I should be good. I'm Jack Frost, uh, filling you in. Also Donner and Blitzen and Reverend Molding, uh, who we've met so far. And we know this much. Uh, Jenny seems to be the uh, elf in charge uh, at the North Pole. Uh, Fiona, Fiona Fireside is a reporter for Elf News 1. Uh, Her partner, her wife, is Rolfine, who may be the lead of the reindeer teams in the North Pole. Uh, Donner and Blitzen, you you may recall, they're not the most famous reindeers of all, but they're pretty darn famous. But Blitzen seems like uh, Blitzen's been going through something, something we're not sure about. Uh, I don't know if it was a strained antler or uh, what, uh, but Blitzen's been out of duty. So there's a little, too, you know, the mel level tension there. And then there's the mysterious Reverend Moulding, who uh, seems to be a North Pole consultant uh, from the plastics industry. I don't know if his name was once Benjamin. Maybe that's his first name. Uh, hint, hint, joke, joke. But uh, he is there, uh, I guess, uh, we don't really know. Representing the plastics industry, maybe. And that's all we know, because we're else we're doing is peeking in for a little taste of the North Pole uh, as the North Pole turns. Jack Frost uh, giving you, like, uh, setting the table. uh, That's my job, Scooter says, uh, as the North Pole turns. Reverend Molding. Reverend Molding, it's Jack Frost. uh, Reverend Molding, you're dreaming. You're tossing and turning. But you're in a dream, Reverend Molding. Uh, what are you seeing? It seems to be something uh, that's got you. Uh, your limbs, are you a Kimbo? Uh, Reverend Molding, this is Jack Frost asking you. What are you seeing? Uh, do you even know you're in a dream, Reverend Molding? Oh, oh, where am I? He somewhere. Oh, I forgot I'm at the North Pole. Eternal Night is here. And, uh, huh. Yeah, uh, why, uh, why am I dressed in my pajamas? I uh, put in my robe on, at least, and this cap's keeping me warm, but why am I outside? Why am I not even colder than I... What, what's coming towards me? Those reindeer, hello, uh, Reverend Moulding here, I'm a bit lost. uh, uh Hello? Oh, hello. are you, are you uh, Donner and Blitzen? I've been around the uh, reindeer enough uh, to know you two. Hello, Donner. Wait a second. Uh, there's something strange about you. Other than you're not greeting me like humans greet one another, or elves, you know the the uh, social. Uh, you look strange. Uh, the two of you. And I feel strange. I've just found myself. Wait, uh, Blitzen. Are you made from wood? Are you carved from wood, or are you reindeer? Why aren't you speaking? Do you mind if I touch you, Blitzen? Yes, you would. I remember you as a reindeer. This is strange. Is everything okay? What is it, Donna? Donna, you're made from metal. Oh, goodness. Uh, maybe this is a dream. You want me to follow you? Uh, well, I could, could I ride on one of your backs, uh... I prefer the wood one, because the metal's going to be quite cold. Uh, sorry about that, Donna. Thank you, Blitzen. Uh, Blitzen, Donna's running ahead. Where are we going? What's that? Uh, uh, there's a stomping noise. What's that? Uh, where are we going, uh, Blitzen? Why are you wood? Is this a dream? Blitzen, please, tell me if this is a dream. Oh, I hear... Sounds like the elves they're chanting. What are they chanting? Oh hello, elves. Uh what are you chanting? I can't quite make it out. It's like a you know, muffled uh, little, little little sandy little Andy. Lit, are you chanting little Andy? Little Andy Oh uh that was what Fiona Fireside was talking about, the little... That's a metaphor, I think, elves, uh... Oh, look at the northern lights rising up there. Oh, we're in a circle. Thank you. There's a fire there, Blitzen. I'll get off and... Now I have a chill, but it's not from the cold air. It's from the chanting of these elves. Oh, but, uh, why... What's that? Uh, again, there's the crashing. It feels like a thumping. Wait, the elves are changing the ch- Little Andy waits. Little Andy waits. Little Andy- Should I chant with you elves? Uh, little Andy waits. Uh, little Andy waits uh, for, for what? Uh, is little Andy coming? It feels like- Are those the little Andy's footsteps? Uh, is little Andy coming? Oh dear, is little Andy coming to taste- This must be a dream. I must wake up. But, but the thumping, the thumping- Oh no! I can't wait. Oh my! I'm, I'm made of plastic now. What is happening? My okay, Reverend Molding. This is a dr- this is a dream. This is a dream. Tell yourself that. But this, I still hear that thumping. Yes, Reverend Molding, it is a dream. But now, you're awake. Yes, yes, I'm awake. Uh, I don't know what that other voice was, but there's still thumping downstairs. Uh, or outside. Uh, oh, it's a storm. Oh, no, but that must be the gate uh, for the sheep. Uh, oh, quickly, I'll run downstairs here, running, running down my stairs. Uh, grab my stocking cap, uh, my robe and my slippers. I'm going to find myself right back in the dream. But that's the, the gate for my sheep. Uh, it's, it's... Oh, dear, it's a... Oof, it's quite a wind out here. I went to bed so early, I wasn't feeling well. "'It feels late, but it's not quite late yet. Uh, "'Not quite midnight. "'Oh, no, my sheep have gotten out of the pen. Uh, "'The gate must have blown open in this uh, storm. "'It's just starting to pick up. "'I better go inside and put on my boots and find my sheep. Uh, uh, "'I'll go back inside and get dressed and head out uh, "'before the storm really hits.' Yes, Reverend Moulding, Jack Frost here. You should go catch your sheep, a tender of sheep, uh, a reverend who has an actual flock of sheep. Uh, all the elves have a good laugh at that, uh, as we still don't know why you're called Reverend Moulding. But yes, it looks like a storm is brewing, or has already been brewed, and is just spilling out across the North Pole, Reverend Moulding. But it hasn't come yet. You'll be able to find your sheep. You won't be like little Bo Peep, because uh, uh, we can see the prints in the snow. But what did that dream mean, Reverend Moulding? What did that dream uh, say? Was it the, uh, oh, wait, uh, there's more going on here at the North Pole. Look uh, here at uh, what the Jangle House uh it's a game night. Uh, I can hear laughter and cheer coming even out the windows, even with the coming storm and uh, the missing sheep of Reverend Molding. Oh, look inside the window. There's Fiona and Ginny and Rolfine uh, uh, drinking and laughing and snacking. And uh, what are they saying? What Are, are you having a disagreement? Uh, the rules clearly state that uh, there's no uh, je- there's no sounds allowed. I'm sorry, so I have to uh, rule is that. I'm sorry, Rolfine. It's I'm very sorry, but I have to rule that that was an illegal maneuver, and I have to give the points to Jenny because you can't make any sounds. It's not fair. Oh, Fiona! Oh, I can't believe you. Oh, uh, that was funny though. Did you, did you, did, did, did you get that sound? Everybody got it because I couldn't help but make it because it's like, uh, it sounds like, and I said a horn sounds just like that. Uh, oh, well, I'm glad I won. It looks like I'm, I'm getting ahead, uh, at this game. But yes, sir, thank you, Fiona, for sticking to the rules. Rules are important. Uh, we should, we should pick up. I think we could declare it a victory for Ginny because uh, you know, I I and I don't like to win by rules. I mean, Mister Ginny, oh my beloved, he was a stickler for the rules. Uh, always, he was always going by the rules and tradition, and then being uh having to to uh, be a contrarian at the same time. It was always so frustrating playing with game, games with him. I mean, I remember uh, when we had our partnership celebration, and the two of us came together. He researched all of the traditions uh, all the way back into the furthest elven archives and got out to other elven communities and uh, tried to look at other partnership celebrations and the traditions within the North Pole region and comparing all of it uh, and saying, oh, Ginny, look at this beautiful. This is the meaning behind this. And this is why this must be done this way. These are why these rules are here. These are the traditions behind them and even the story behind those traditions. And he would talk about it and he would plan and he would get into all the details. And I'd say, well, I would prefer not to wear like a... He said, why would I wear sappy branches? Uh, I don't prefer to wear like a headpiece of sappy branches. It's not... uh, and he said, well, well and, and we would we would debate these little things and all these traditions that he held so dear because he was researching it and getting into it. But then when it came time to talk about the celebrant, uh, uh, he did not want Santa to be our celebrant for our partnership ceremony. And I said, well, tell me a ceremony that uh, I said, what about Mrs. Gloss then? Because uh, I said, tell me a ceremony, a traditional ceremony that doesn't have Santa. And I said, well, we're more progressive now. And Mrs. Claus, uh, uh, and he said, yeah, that's no choice. Uh, and I said, but it's a tradition. And the reason it is a tradition, you know, when we went to the history of the Clauses and all of those things, and he would not, I said, okay, so you want me to wear a sappy branch because it links to the power of, uh, the tale of the uh, thirsty earth, or whatever, but we can't have a coloss. Uh, I I said, what about Edgar Coloss? Uh, and he said, who's Edgar Coloss? I said, Santa's brother, you know. And I, I joke. I said, there's no Edgar Coloss. Uh, and he went on about royalty. And I said, what's? Uh, uh, and we. And I, it was exhausting. He said, what are they? Queen and king. And uh, you know that's why. We, Things have been so hard lately with, uh, I mean, you both know that he's involved with the resistance somehow uh, because of this need to hold on to the traditions almost uh, too tightly that I've lost him. Uh, I mean, uh, he became so attached to the minutia and to being both for and against, uh, I don't even understand it myself. I find it all... If I wasn't directly affected, I would find it amusing, but I, you you know. Oh, Ginny, I'm so sorry. Well, it's not, uh, here nor the. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Uh, it's just that, uh, now it's, uh, everything that I hold dear, uh, seems to be being threatened, uh, you know, and, and I still love him greatly, so it's, it's, it's a confusing thing, but, uh, uh, what's that noise? It sounds like someone's at the door. Oh, it's Blitzen. Blitzen, come on in. Uh, oh ho, yeah, oh, ho, oh, hello, everybody. Uh, Blitzen, it's a good, uh, oh, Rolfine, uh, uh, Ginny, um, uh, Fiona, hi. Just been out, uh, out on the town, uh, celebrating, I'm full, I'm full of holiday spirit, Sorry. Oh, Blitzen! if you had a little bit of eggnog or something? Uh, yeah, we uh, were having a great time. I was singing. Uh, we were doing some karaoke. We did some Halloween karaoke, and then some joyful holiday tunes. Uh, how's the game night going? Who? What did uh, uh Rolfine, did? Uh, did, uh, did uh Did you win? Oh uh, no, I didn't, Blitzen. Oh bummer. Yeah, so I'm having a great night. I was, uh, then uh, we had, uh, uh, like, uh, I was down at, uh, the, 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 the empty, the empty nose, you know, and, uh, whew, it was a good time. If there's a storm coming in though, really like, I don't know if it's like, you can, can you feel the house? It's almost vibrating a little bit, uh, really coming in fast, uh. I don't know if you, maybe you should all stay here because, I gotta get to, I think I gotta go to bed though. But if I was just, 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 just one, two, three of you. Well, Jenny, you live here. And I kind of live here though. I would like to move back, uh, but Jenny's keeping an eye on me, keeping me close, uh, and, you know, I appreciate it so much, Jenny, and just, you know, uh, well, it's okay. It's okay, Blitzen. You've had a little bit to drink. Why don't you, and uh, could you do me a huge favor? Rolfine and I will clean up. Uh, uh, Fiona, Rolfine, I'd prefer it if you stay here. If, if uh, Blitzen, if you could help Fiona get the uh, guest room ready uh, for, for, for Rolfine and uh, Fiona, and, and just make sure the bed is made, and uh, and help her turn it down, and then get ready for bed. And uh, Rolfine and I will clean up down here. How's that sound, everybody? This house, uh, come on, Fiona. Let's get this. Let's get this bed made now. Jenny and Rolfine, you're cleaning up and cleaning up the game night. Uh, but your thoughts, uh, they don't seem to want to go away. Uh, there's some thoughts uh, you can't just uh, uh, soak away with uh, dish soap, is there? Oh, I'm sorry about getting so emotional, Rolfine. It, 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 it just, it's just, uh, you know, uh, can you pass me those glasses? I'll do those, and I'm going to soak those, actually. Red wine, and uh, yeah, thank you. Well, Ginny, it's okay. I mean, I understand uh, that uh, it's a confusing time up here, and uh, I think everyone's having second thoughts, and, or first thoughts, or third thoughts, you know? I mean, I've been having second thoughts about Blitzen... And Donner and the whole, you know, the whole idea of the reindeer and the the workloads, but it's been more second thoughts about the whole thing, you know? It's like, uh, are we being called to understand Christmas magic more? Is Christmas magic waning? I mean, the whole plastics thing, I can't imagine with, uh, what you're going through in, it's true what you say. It's like uh things are changing here in a place where maybe we thought they'd never change or maybe that was just a way we were brought up to believe uh, with our kid-like minds. But now it's like I don't even get it In all these decisions got to get made and I'm supposed to make the decisions around the reindeer, but I still have second thoughts and I have second thoughts about my second thoughts and... Oh, well, Rolfine, I understand what you're saying perfectly. It makes perfect sense. Uh, You have a very important job, and a job that you care about, and you care about the reindeer, and you care about doing your job well, and I don't think those things... I don't understand it either. It's like they're independent and interdependent at the same time. And... We've learned that the way we've done things for a long time isn't going to keep working. And there doesn't seem to be a clear path forward. And yeah, even I, I I guess I always thought Santa and Mrs. Colossus had all the answers and they made all the decisions. And anything that was odd, you'd go in and you could uh, talk to one of the Colossus and they would have a hearty laugh and put it all in perspective and give you candy cane and send you on your way. I mean, isn't that what we uh, signed up for? We were younger then, I guess. uh Or oh, I was younger. You're still, Rolfine, you still have your whole uh, career in front of you. And I think uh, you, you got to decide to if this is what you want to be doing, maybe is that part of your second thoughts about your job? Wow, Ginny, I never thought about it that way, really. I mean, I've risen through the rank of reindeer trainer. And I mean, I remember my first job was just, uh, like, uh, watching the right field boundaries for different reindeer games. And then I moved up and I learned new things. And then, you know, as the North Pole has become more integrated with the teachings from the rest of the world, like learning about the biomechanics of reindeer and and then doing my thesis on wild reindeer and learning about the dynamics of, of light and ma- magic, what you can understand about all that. I guess I always thought I'd just be in the reindeer business, uh, forever, but I don't know. Do you think I'm too... I mean, mean, is that the second thought? Like, I'm too close to my job. I care about the reindeer too much. uh, But at the same time, I don't care about Christmas or presents uh, any less. And I'm just worried, you know, about what other people would say. Like, what would they say about Rolfine? Well, Ginny, I mean... uh, it's gotta be hard for you with this plastics thing. I, I, I didn't even see how similar what we're dealing with is, uh, but it, it kind of, it, oh, yes, Rolfine. I guess we're two peas in a pod, huh? Uh, juice, woo, it was really windy out there, really blowing. But yes, I, I uh, it's just so confusing. At least, uh, and I don't mean to say this in a way, uh, I'm so glad, I guess is what I mean, that you have Fiona. And I know you and Fiona probably talk about these things, but maybe maybe that's good why we have friends, too. Like, maybe if Fiona's there for you to rest in her arms and, and to get away from all this, and maybe I'm here. Uh, for you to talk it out with, but uh, I'm glad you can have both. And I don't even know. But maybe I'm just projecting, Rolfine, or maybe I'm just a little bit lonely. And uh, and you have to hear the brunt of it. Uh, but I'm not telling you to appreciate Fiona uh, anymore, or say, do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm fumbling over my words here because I'm scrubbing this uh, this. Uh, uh, cake uh, cake is caked on this pan no jenny i understand i'm i love fiona so much and and you're right uh we do talk about a lot of this stuff but sometimes we talk about it in in a rules way like kind of like the game and in a puzzle way and then i need a break and i guess uh uh there's a different kind of listening and it's like kind of like uh Maybe we're two peas in a pod for a reason. I just wish we knew the reason and it wasn't full of second thoughts and third thoughts of like, okay, well, why can't we have unlimited reign? What, 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 so, you know, what is this power source? What you, I just wish, I guess that that myth was true, that someone had all the answers and they could just, uh, I guess I just want to be a baby else sometimes. Well, you could be a baby elf with me. Would you like a like a candy cane, Rolfine? They're up there in the cupboard. There, go ahead. I don't. I won't tell anyone. You don't even need to brush your teeth. Uh, get one for me too. Yes. Yeah, so you know what? We'll leave the rest of the dishes too. We're going to be children, and it's childish as we wish. We're going to have candy, and then we're going to go to bed. And tomorrow, we'll see how it feels. Uh, maybe we do need to be more kid-like and say, "Hey, it's tough." Uh, uh, yes, uh, we all want all the answers and we all want it to be clear and not so Wow, this is really blowing out there. We should uh we should shut down for the night and uh you know you should go check on with a second uh I'm hearing a sw- swishing. I wonder if that's those two upstairs joking around and upstairs, uh Fiona, you're making the bed and Uh, Blitzen's being a little bit helpful, but it can be confusing uh, when uh, someone's acting full of cheer, but you can feel it right below the surface, uh, uh, tugging at both of you. Uh, There's songs about it, The Tears of a Clown, and many others, uh, Fiona. But maybe your job's not to uh, suss it out. Maybe your job's just to keep the cheer going uh, so that Blitzen can get a good night's sleep or... Is it to, uh, just make the bed and talk to your friend It can be so confusing sometimes, uh, right, Fiona? Oh, right. I mean, Blitzen, get out of the bed. It, it's, uh, we're making the bed and not getting, this is, this is a bed Rolfine and I are saying, and I'm sure you could go off to your room. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Fiona. I'm just confused, Blitzen. Always confused, Blitzen. Uh, Blitzen is slow on the uptake. They say, I'm getting out of bed there. Let's, uh, let's, uh, I wish I had a minute to turn down the pillows for you, too. Oh, Fiona, you're such a good friend, and you, uh, and Rolfine, and Jenny's kind of like a bossy friend that, uh, like, a kind of like a mother for a friend that's also your mother, that's also your boss, uh, and, you know, uh, does, does, does Rolfine ever talk about me when, when you I know I'm not supposed to ask this if Fiona, but like I'm gonna sit in this chair here. Like does Rolfine ever talk about me at home? You you don't have to tell me, but you could. Oh blitzen um I, I can't you know I can't talk about what Rolfine and I talk about. I'm 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 there for her to listen to her, and that's not anything against you. And you know Rolfine cares about you deeply and the whole team. I mean, she's been involved with all of you uh for almost her entire life. And she loves the job. And she takes it very seriously, and it's not easy for her, you know. Uh but I can't, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know what I'd tell you. I really don't know anything about reindeer teams except what I read on the news. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it, like because it, I don't report that stuff because it's uh, kind of like a conflict. Uh, just kind of like this. I'm your friend. And yeah, Rolfine's your friend and your boss. Uh, But as your friend, I can tell you that uh, you, we know you've been through a lot of these past few months, and And we care about you. And Ginny cares about you, too. And not in some way, shoulds or woulds or coulds, uh, in a way that's uh, right here, right now. Like, did you have fun tonight? Or uh, what, what, what? was? Uh, or is there something else on your mind? Or is there something you want to know, you want me to confirm? Uh, I don't know. I, I want to be here for you, but I also need to respect my relationship with my wife. Well, well, Fiona, I'm just confused is all. I mean, I'm not kidding when I say that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had to go out tonight and blow off some steam. It's just been hard because, I, uh, I don't know. Am I, am I like, uh, am I down too, you know? When people talk about feeling down, uh, do I need to get back to work? Or do I need to take more time off? Uh Uh, will being back at work make me feel better or am I just pushing it? Uh, or is it was, is it time for me to move on? And it's confusing for me and it's confusing time here in the North pole with all these changes and everybody really being on edge and saying, no, that's not, uh, I don't know, Fiona, I never told anybody this, uh, and I hope, because you just showed me how strong your boundaries are, that you won't listen to this as a reporter, that you won't listen to this as anything but my friend. But uh, I, I like I was uh, I was out one night walking and thinking, and I was hoping that the Northern Lights would appear, and I'd be out on the edge of the woods. There's this like meadow. And there's, like, all these night rabbits that come out there. And it's the one place where I really feel okay. I mean, a little cold. It's a little cold out there, even for me. But I like to go out there, and I like to stand at the edge of the meadow. And the pine trees are rising above it, and a couple of the hills, and you know, some craggy rocks. And then right at the uh, edge of the sky, you know, sometimes the northern lights will go up in... I don't know. It's nice to look at, but it gives me a reason to be out there alone, looking at the sky. Really, I'm there to kind of watch the night rabbits and listen to them moving around and, and be alone in that peace, away from my thoughts, away from it kind of being like, what am I going to do? What what does it mean to be reindeer? What does it mean? What is the so you know? I mean, I get the Christmas spirit, I have it. Uh, but the rest of this stuff, it doesn't, and things with me and Donner and the rest of the team, it's like uh, I don't, I just don't understand it, any of it. And when I'm out there, none of that matters. Whether the Northern Lights are there, it doesn't matter. But I usually stay for less time because I'm always thinking if somebody came up on me and saw me, and they'd say, what are you doing, looking at night rabbits? Uh, or, But if you say you're looking at the northern lights, they don't ask any questions. i say, oh, cool. But, you know, really, I just want to be out there. Uh, but uh, that wasn't what I was going to tell you, Fiona. I'm sorry you started to talk. But uh, uh, I was walking back, and, you know, it, the meadows on the edge of the Colossus Ranch. And I guess I was kind of curious— uh, you know, like everybody is, to peek in on Santa, you know, off uh, kind of off-season, off-duty, and the window was open, and I was listening in, and Santa and Mrs. Claus were talking, and I don't know what they were talking about, but I know I heard, I don't understand it either. I don't even know what to do, and... I'm at my wit's end. I heard Santa say that I'm at my wit's end. And it was like they were, like, uh, disagreeing with each other about something, like, they couldn't figure out, too. And Mrs. Goss was like, well, I just wish, you, you know, you're supposed to just trust your gut. And Santa said, I don't know what my gut says. So, you know, it's like, uh, and I supposed to see that side of the colossus, and it just kind of let all of this uh, sink in. Like this myth I had in my mind, and uh, that somebody had all the answers that had the Christmas magic that could just say, boom, there's a toy. When you start to realize, no, there's uh, resources by, you know, this whole transfer of resources and. Oh, well, is this uh, like the future or is this something, uh, uh, do we know it? Oh yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry for sharing that Fiona. I don't know if that, uh, I mean this Reverend Moulding, right? It, like didn't, that interview with him was pretty good. Well, thanks Blitzen. Thanks for sharing that with me. And as a, as your friend, I didn't hear it as a reporter but I can tell you that uh it a reporter at Elf One News on a fireside reporting here with my friend. i am just, just kidding it, well it's actually like muscle memory you know everyone thinks I have the answers, sure, I have all the insights and I've heard rumors um like similar to what you're telling me and you know elves and humans uh nobody has all the answers uh blitzen reindeer none of us know what we're doing really we're just doing our best and sometimes i guess maybe there can get to be uh a, a sense of somewhere that not everybody's tr- like i don't know it gets you're right it's confusing like you said at the beginning confused and confusing but I don't know everything. And everybody acts like my life is, oh, you're on the news, Fiona. Oh, you and Rolfine are so close. Oh, so, you know, you, you should be so happy. And you talk about the times when you're at the field looking at the night rabbits. And, you know, sometimes I think I'm not allowed to have times like that because I have a good relationship, because I have a good job. I'm just supposed to feel great all the time and have, all like, I, I'm supposed to know everything. I'm supposed to know how to uh, help Rolfine solve things at work, or I'm supposed to know the right thing to say to Jenny, uh to make her feel better, or I'm supposed to know how to help you, or maybe we could r- break a report on something that would help San and Mrs. Colossus, you know, but I I don't have all the answers and it's like these limits uh, we're coming up against all at once up here for some reason. And what does it mean to be limited? I don't know. It's not easy, right? And um, you know what? I'm really glad I have friends like you, but, and, uh You know, because I know I'm not perfect. And you know I'm not perfect. If that's what you're going to say, uh, Fiona, you're right, though. I'm glad I have a friend like you, too. And what is that? Ba- there's a bunch of banging downstairs. Oh boy. Uh, what do you, do you hear that? What is that? It sounds like somebody's, uh, like, uh, is that Mr. Jangle or, or so I hear another voice downstairs. Oh, we better, let's go downstairs and find out. That's right. You better go downstairs and find out, Fiona and Blitzen. Because uh, down there, uh, there's some noise and it's, uh, a guest uh, seeking shelter from the storm. The noise down there, dear Fiona and dear Blitzen, is a rival of one uh, Reverend Molding. But Reverend Molding's not alone. Reverend Molding has a flock with them. Oh, Reverend Molding, come on in, come on in. What have what you... Uh, you come come in, it's storming out there. That storm is really blowing. What are you doing out there oh th- thank you thank you jenny thank you uh it's uh it's quite a storm. Listen, I need a huge uh, favor yeah i'm outside uh what's that what's that noise out there? It sounds like uh it sounds like uh what it what is it it's a is that buying Yes, it's my sheep. They're buying. They, I got. C- c- I know this is. Uh, is there any way I could bring the sheep inside? I know this is. Uh, I hate to do this to your home, uh, Jenny. And I know, uh, the, like, uh, this is totally. Could you please bring my sheep in too? Uh, they're, uh, they're stuck outside, and and I just, uh, just got them all together. Oh yes, Reverend Molding, send your sheep in. Come on in. Oh, look at these beautiful sheep covered in snow. A uh, little bit of hello, hello, hello. One sheep, two sheep, three sheep, four, five sheep, seven sheep. Is this. Uh, how many more? 12, okay, 32, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, oh, 13, okay. That is, uh, oh, Reverend Molding. I didn't, I had heard you keep sheep, and I, we all have a laugh at it. Uh, a Reverend with a flock of sheep is so hilarious. Uh, but, uh, like, no, I say literal sheep, eh? uh, but, oh, you'll have to teach us all their names and don't worry that they're tracking mud and water and it's fine. Come in sit down, Reverend Molding. Sit down, sheep, uh, I guess you do as you wish, uh, uh, Blitzen, why don't you, uh, r- bring the sheep into the living room where there could be the fireplaces on there and, uh, you know we we're going to redo that carpet anyway, so let them in there. Reverend Molding is that fine? The sheep could sleep on the carpet in the living room. It's very warm in there, and I'd love for you to be our guest. It's no 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 storm to be outside tonight. Uh, you could tell us all about it. It seems like it came out of nowhere. But Reverend Molding, you could if you want to sleep with your sheep, you could have the couch. Otherwise, uh, we could figure out arrangements. We were all staying here tonight. Uh, Are you all right? Uh, Here's a... Oh, thank you, Rolfine. Yes, yes, Reverend. Here, have some uh, hot cocoa. Uh, Beautiful sheep. They are... Oh, you have a curious look on your face. Are you curious, the sheep? Uh, Reverend Moulding, what's the look on your face? Are you still worried about your sheep? You seem... uh, it's a storm, Uh, Ginny. It's not like anything... There's something strange going on out there. It, it uh, Well, I had this dream, so maybe my judgment's off. Uh, and, uh, Blitzen, you were in it. Uh, you were made of wood. And I don't know if that has me off tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, that's why my look seems so distant. But uh, well, there's something seriously not right about the storm. But the storm itself was strange to begin with. It came up quick, but, uh, I don't know. I just, my gut was off. And then as it got thicker and thicker, I started to sense, uh, that not all the snow was cold. And if you look in the back of my hood here, look at this. This is shredded plastic. It's not snow at all, but there is snow. You can see the water everywhere from me and the sheep. uh It's, uh, it's, uh. This is the plastic in the plastics warehouse. Uh, So something strange. uh, Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, Rolfine, you're the only one with clearance to know this. But at this point, uh, uh, the storm itself is uh, a result of the North Pole. It sounds like your gut was right. And it does seem uh, that it could be uh, the North Pole defense system. Uh, we do have, uh, weather making technology and that'll be part of your NDA that you signed anyway, Reverend Molding. And that could cause a storm like this. And that would only be in a situation, you know, to obscure observation or something else. Some other event could have triggered it, uh, uh, but the plastic, I like, uh, uh, there's plastic in the air out there. Let me open the... Oh, my goodness. You, like, like, there's snow and plastic mixed together, and it looks like even thicker snow. Uh, Fiona, do, is your phone working? Are you, is you, are you in touch with anyone? Yeah. It's, uh... Right now, everybody have a seat. It's, uh... It is the defense system, and there's something else happening. It seems like, uh... uh the rebels, uh... The resistance uh, has gotten into both uh, the wood, the metal, and the plastic uh, storage warehouses, and uh, uh, something's happening. Uh, but basically, it's just a storm. I think uh, no one knows. They say It's just a really bad storm. Uh, but Reverend Molding, well, my dream, there was a giant Andy coming. Is, uh, is that part of... Uh, uh, What's happening? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, oh, my sheep are buying too. And as you sheep baa, Reverend Molding, and as you check your phone, Fiona, and Rolfine, and Ginny as you rack your brains, and Blitzen as you nod off, uh, we all wonder what's happening here at the North Pole. What's going on, uh, As the wind blows the snow and plastic around. But you're all here together. And you're all here to help one another. And you're all snuggled in a warm place uh, full of uh, nice uh, fuzzy sheep. uh, So maybe the answers will come in the morning after a good night's rest. And oh, you seem to be listening to me. And nodding and saying, okay, okay, well, the storm's too thick, uh, so let's all go to bed and get a good night's sleep. Uh, Ginny really is a leader, sending you off to bed. Nice job, Ginny. And Jack Frost uh, is nipping at everyone's nose that's outside right now, but also nipping at your toes to tell you, hey, go to sleep, uh, sweetie poos. uh, Good night.